I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are listening to the Game Changers podcast. And welcome back to another episode of Game Changers. I am your host, Erin May Henry, and this podcast is all about helping you become the best possible version of yourself so that you can positively lead and influence others online and build the business of your dreams. In today's episode, I just wanted to get real, raw, and authentic and talk you through my personal experience over the last few days. I have had some major shifts, like I'm talking major shifts in my energy, in my happiness, in my outlook on life. And I have some practical things that I've done, but I also just wanted to kind of talk you through this entire experience. I would say that it feels like somewhat of an awakening. Like I know this sounds super corny, but things seem brighter to me right now. You know, going outside, like the flowers seem brighter, the birds chirp louder. Like, I don't know. I know that sounds like probably totally crazy, but I don't know what it is, but something major has shifted within me. And I have just so far leaned into the optimistic, positive side of life. And I just want to say that it feels amazing. Now, why I wanted to share this with you was because I talk a lot about being a leader and I talk a lot about showing up and building a community online. And one of the aspects that I regularly speak about is energy. Now, I see energy both from the perspective of physical energy as well as emotional sort of spiritual energy. And I think all of those are important for the way that you show up online. You know, I've done so many different launches and created multiple different you know, content pieces of content creation over the years, multiple, like many, many hundreds, if not thousands pieces of content over the years. And one thing I know for sure is obviously strategy is great. I made a full podcast episode on this, which I will leave linked below. Strategy is great, but the energy behind everything you create is what really matters. You know, I've done like really strategic lives during a launch and they've gone, okay. Then I've done a live where I've just been in the most high vibe, positive state, like at the dog park, just distracted by dogs and just rambling on about how much I love dogs and I love the park and I love my life. And I guarantee you it'll be the latter that actually sells more spaces to a program. It's the energy that leaders carry that become completely magnetic to their audience. You know, I found myself on YouTube scrolling down rabbit holes of topics that I have absolutely no interest in, you know, people doing like woodwork. And the reason why is maybe, I don't know, again, I've just like let my TV play on and play next and play next. But I 
enjoy the content and the reason why, even though I'm not encapsulated with the topic, the person's energy and their passion and their charisma is so magnetic that for some reason, I'm just having a good time. It's like I'm absorbing their energy. And so I do think that energy, both from like a spiritual perspective, like in that case, and then also from a physical perspective, like if you're going to create content, be the most creative version of yourself, build a business, do all the work that's involved, you do need physical energy. You do need to feel great in your body and not to be feeling lethargic and apathetic towards life. And so I've had these major shifts and I really did want to share them with you in today's podcast episode. I've got a few like dot points that I wrote down, but I am just going to ramble. So I hope you're okay with that. Go grab yourself a cup of tea or a coffee or a drink if you are not driving. If you're driving, just buckle up, buckle in and get ready to listen to my experience because I'm just really hoping it helps you. I'm hoping it gives you some perspectives or some insights. These are pretty practical things that you can do. I do just want to preface it by saying, None of these are groundbreaking. I mean, the solution never usually is. The solution is usually the thing that is right in front of you. And that's what I teach in my Simply Business program, which by the way, I do just want to say is coming back really, really soon. Um, Or if you're listening to this way in the future, then hopefully it'll be just around the corner. But if you are interested in joining my Simply Business group coaching experience, it's a six month group coaching experience where I teach you how to build a simple business in line with your own personal values and beliefs and specifically your vision. I've been talking a lot more about, of course, I'm a big fan of simplicity. You know, I think things should be simple and straightforward. And like you're going to learn in this episode, the answer is usually the one that's right in front of you. And it is the simple answer. Most of us just like to complicate things. I think it's a societally ingrained habit that we think things need to be more complicated than they actually are. I personally believe a lot of that comes from industries like the diet industry. You know, people want to chuck all of this science at you and make you believe that you need this pill and that pill and this diet and this regime. But the reality is we all know if we just eat healthy and exercise, we will be healthy and we will live longer. And, you know, the answer is simple, right? But again, people like to overcomplicate things so that you get confused and you know, you start doing your research and you buy a bunch of stuff. But anyway, that's another topic for another time. I did just want to say that Simply Business is about really teaching you the fundamentals of building, you know, a mission-driven business, helping you to build your absolute ideal dream community online to step out as a leader. It takes you through all the different marketing tools that you need to actually get your content seen, to get your business known, and of course, teaching you how to actually sell products, make money, and live your dream life. So if you would like more information on that, definitely check out the link in the description below. As I said, it is launching in October, mid-October for a six month period. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Simply Business is my one of my absolute favorite things I do in my business because it's just so beautiful and intimate and it's just such a great space to not only meet people, to build your you know, your friendship group online to build your your own supportive community, but then also, of course, to learn from me how to actually build that dream business. But anyway, I'm rambling now. The link for that will be in the description. Let's jump into the really practical things that have helped me to massively increase my own energy. And I do just, again, just want to say like the reason for energy is it is really going to help you just have a whole nother experience in business. Like in the last couple of days, I've created content from a space that is just 
totally unlike other that I've ever created before. I mean, it is Monday morning at 9 a.m. This morning, I woke up at 4.40 without an alarm. I got up, I did yoga, I did an incredible morning routine. I went for a walk, I had breakfast. I was supposed to take the morning off because I've got a call, like a three-hour coaching call from four till seven tonight and then another call with my mastermind, such a big fan of masterminds, uh, but you know, with my mastermind at 11 p.m. tonight and then calls tomorrow morning. So I was supposed to take the morning off, but I got out of the shower so inspired. Like all I wanna do is talk and show up and create. And I feel like I have so much to say So not only is this, of course, energy important for selling and launching, but just the vitality and the desire to create is like flowing like a waterfall. I cannot even describe it. Okay, so again, these aren't going to be groundbreaking, but let me just talk you through my experience. The first thing I want to talk about is supplements. Now, This is going to be a little different to the rest of the list because the rest of the list is a little more philosophical. This is the most practical thing, but this is something that has helped me majorly. I actually recently went to a naturopath and this is going to sound, I don't know, it's going to make me sound like such an asshole, but I didn't go to a naturopath just for any, you know, particular health reason. I honestly, I went because I was bored and I know that makes me sound like a bit of an asshole because I know naturopaths aren't cheap, but I have been in lockdown, you know, like the rest of my state for almost six months now. And I usually, you know, get massages and do my personal training and stuff like that. So the money that I would usually be dedicating to things like that, I was like, I want to allocate it to something else health related. And so I did see like a telehealth appointment with a naturopath, so just online. And I honestly just went to her saying like, I just want to feel, you know, really great. I just want to focus on like longevity and wellness. And I just started talking about just wanting to be like the best version of myself, basically. And she questioned me, you know, she questioned how I was feeling, some states that I was in, you know, she just did ask me really, really great questions. And we kind of got to the realization, or I I knew this already, but like, I never really thought it was something I would see an naturopath about or could do anything about. But, you know, I, like many people who have a very busy life, who, you know, work out a lot, who drink a lot of coffee and I don't know, with the stress of the year and, you know, whatever, I... I have sometimes like an underlying nervousness feeling, like just an underlying buzz, you know what I mean? Um, You know, maybe you could call it anxiety. It feels so in the body, not in the mind. So for me, for a long time, didn't classify it to be anxiety. But just, you know, every so often, it's just a feeling of, huh, like my body's feeling a bit buzzy or racy right now. And, you know, she kind of, you know, we spoke about that a little bit more and she prescribed me a few things. First of all, to go to get a blood test and then started to think about some like herbal mixtures and some different supplements based on my diet. Like I don't eat a lot of red meat. I don't eat actually a lot of meat. Well, I prefer not to anyway. I mean, I go through periods, but I prefer not to eat a lot of red meat. Um, You know, I spend a lot of time indoors. So she prescribed me a few things. I went and got the blood test and it came back that I had incredibly, incredibly low iron. So I think the standard is like 20. Mine was like nine or something. It was really, really low. Um, And then, so we went back, we had another session and she kind of came up with this perfect concoction, I guess you could say, of supplements. Now, I've been taking them for about a month now and I do think they have massively contributed to my energy. So I just want to, you know, remind you that the way that I've been feeling has only been, I'm going to say maybe four or five days. I've been taking the supplements for about 30 or so days now, but just over, since probably Thursday or Friday, like I have just felt 
so different. Now, if you've read the book, The Power of Now, I'm only just starting to read it, but one of the analogies in that book when it comes to being still and kind of like awakening is he talks about, you know, when there's like an air conditioner in a room and you don't really realize it on, it's on, it's like that background white noise. But then once it gets turned off, then it's like, oh my God, the relief, the release. It's like the range hood, you know, when you are cooking over the stove and you have like the range hood on and then you're like cooking for so long and it's such a loud noise, but you kind of adapt to it and you get used to it. And then you turn it off and you're like, oh my God, it's so quiet. It's so peaceful. That's literally what it feels like. It's like the slow underlying buzz that I guess was draining me a little bit. I mean, I've never been burnt out. Like I would not say, I know there are a lot of people who are struggling with really deep health conditions. And, you know, I am talking about something that is quite mild here, but nevertheless, like having these experiences with these supplements, I just feel like day and night. It is such a difference. It is that like, I didn't really know there was a problem until now there's not. So the supplements that I'm taking is magnesium, which I do think is something is important for a lot of people to take. I I don't want to recommend anything. I'm just going to talk about what I'm saying because I'm by no means a health expert, but I'm taking magnesium. And apparently it is really common for us to be depleted in magnesium because, you know, of the soil and the farming. And I don't know, just if you do, if you are interested in this, I would definitely recommend seeing a naturopath. I'll talk a bit more about that in just a second, but you know, whichever way you can just starting to maybe do a little bit of research about supplements that you should be taking based on your own lifestyle. Um, So I started taking magnesium, a vitamin B complex, a gut health support drink. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but I leave all the supplements linked below. A vitamin D tablet once a week, and of course, an iron supplement, as well as a herbal mix that she has mixed up for me personally and in particular. Now, the reason why I'm sharing this, of course, is not because I think that supplements are going to be the be all and end all to low energy or apathy in business and in life. But what I wanted to share this for is because I feel like in life, we're just tolerating the range hood. What I mean by that is we know that something's not quite right, whether it's our energy, whether it's our libido, whether it's our digestive system, whether it's our immune system. And, you know, we think that, oh my gosh, there's so many worse like diseases and illnesses and people struggling with cancer, with, you know, uh, autoimmune diseases. Like there's so many people who are out there really struggling. Like, do I need to seek help for maybe a bit of bloating or maybe a bit of low energy? And I just want to remind you that, yes, this is your one life. This is your one experience. And whilst absolutely, I, I, my heart goes out to everyone who is struggling with chronic illnesses or, you know, chronic pain. If you're someone who just has slight back pain, or like I said, low energy, low libido, low whatever, pain in your body, go get it checked out. Do your research, speak to an expert. If you can, like I know, again, some of these modalities come at a cost, but maybe it's something you can save up for. Maybe, you know, don't go to dinner a couple of times and just save some money for a consultation. Like if you have just that that range hood buzz, you know, that white background noise. It's just that subtle issue with your experience. 
fixing it can make an entirely new experience. It can create so much change for you. And I'm speaking from personal experience here. How many times do I want to say experience? But I'm speaking from personal experience here because for so long I was like, oh, nah, it's fine. Like, you know, whatever, it'll go away one day. And the reality is like she explained it, you know, just the type of job that I have, the type of role, the type of work that I do, even though I don't feel like I work very hard, three-hour coaching calls is a lot of energy, you know, filming, recording, podcasts, all the things that I do, working with my team, I do a lot of stuff. Even though I love it, you can still love something, but it's still very depleting energetically and it's still stressful. Like a lot of the times it may not be uh, emotionally stressful, like, you know, when you, you know, can't pay your bills or when you've got something like a deadline, but having a lot of things on your plate and having a lot of things on your mind is something that can cause a little bit of mild underlying stress. And of course, we know that stress is one of the things that is really depleting to our longevity to our wellness to our health and so whatever it may be for you or whichever way it's manifesting I should say whether that is pain whether that is anxiety not necessarily like mental health anxiety but just anxiousness tension nervousness in the body then I would say just please do yourself a favor of taking care of yourself I mean that really does it really does come down to that Taking care of yourself is the ultimate form of self-love. I feel like there's so much content out there about self-love. I've been actually doing a lot of research on self-love in the last couple of days because, you know, that's my life now. But so much of it is so surface level. Honestly, like I feel like there's two really powerful ways to show yourself self-love and that is self-nurturing, like really, I guess, like working on your shadow self, working through your limiting beliefs, working through past traumas, like that kind of healing to me is massively, massively focused on self-love. And then there is taking care of your physical body, like doing what you need to do, working out new neutralizing yourself, (laughs) nutritioning yourself, eating the right foods, nourishing yourself, you know, someone I've been following a lot over the last couple of weeks as well. And I guess has had an influence on me is Layla Delia. She does incredible work, but she talks a lot about nutrition. I'm pretty sure she's like 49 or 48 or something like that. She looks like 21, by the way. So if anything, I'm just really excited to take care of myself because hell yeah, I want to be like young and fit and still riding my motorbike when I'm like 50. Um, but also 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. <laughs> um, but also it's just you know, she talks about a lot about like nourishing ourselves and nourishing ourselves from the inside out. And I know again, lots of people talk about this, but I just want to say like the ultimate form of self-love is really having the respect enough to take care of yourself, having the respect enough to just treat yourself as you would your absolute best friend or someone you love more than anything in the world, taking care of this space that you occupy But also then, like I said, healing yourself from anything that is holding you back mentally, emotionally, um, like traumas and things like that. A lot of the content that I saw was like, take a bath and those great tools, you know, take a bath and stuff like that. But don't confuse the tools with the goal. The tools, they're variable. I mean, there's so many different tools you could use to do some deep healing. You could look at yourself in the mirror naked and tell yourself how much you love you. That's a tool. That's not the end goal. The end goal is to heal and take care of yourself. So for me, um, supplements was like the gateway into 
nutrition. Like I really have been focusing more on my nutrition. And weirdly enough, the supplements opened up the desire to want to do it, not to feel like I have to do it, you know? So rather than being like, I should eat the salad, I found myself like really enjoying salads and vegetables. I think I've eaten more vegetables in the last five days than I have this entire year. Honestly, I know that sounds weird for someone who doesn't eat a lot of meat, but I eat a lot of like, or I have in the past eaten a lot of those like faux meats and things like that and tofu and rice and stuff. But I think that I ate tofu and rice almost every single day for lunch for the last like six months. But I think that it opened up the desire while it's like, wow, if this one thing can do this much good, imagine what these other things could do. So I've been doing yoga. I have been doing meditation. um, I have been really focusing on my nutrition and of course the supplements. So that has massively, massively contributed to my, my energy. The next thing, and I know again, so, so like over said, but I just really, all of these things, you're going to be like, Oh my God, tell me something new. I feel like every time there's like a podcast like this, it's like, I want the new thing. I want the new gadget. I want the thing that I've never heard before. None of these things you're not going to have not heard before, but I just really want to share. Hopefully you guys have been following me. I mean, if you're new, hello, welcome. I love you. I hope that you, you know, come hang out with me on Instagram. But for the most part, I think most people who listen to this podcast, you have followed me, you know me, you know who I am, you see me all the time and you know, I'm a relatively positive person, but I just feel different. Like I really, really do. And nothing new, no new gadget, no new, like, oh my God, extraordinary thing I'd never heard of before did this. It was all the stuff that I already knew, but I finally got that I needed to actually use them, not just know about them. So the next thing is gratitude. So I started really focusing on gratitude, uh, I would say maybe two or three months ago when I joined my mastermind, but I've really, really, really felt into the gratitude. Now, I want to couple point two, which is gratitude, with point three, because I don't think I actually could feel gratitude until point three, which is something I learned from Leila Ladelia, until I started slowing down. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I talk a lot about freedom and simplicity, but I think what I've learned over the past week or so is there is a huge difference with simplicity and slow. I like things to be simple and straightforward, and that's how I teach a lot of my stuff. I feel like I talk a lot about focusing on happiness and soul-aligned goals and values and missions and simplicity and freedom and all of that stuff, but there's a whole nother element to that and that is slowing down. I still filled my life with a lot, even though it was simple. And even though I took time off, I was always doing something and I was doing it pretty quickly. I think it's my kind of Gemini nature to get bored of things. It's like, I need to do it as quick as possible because I'm going to get bored of it. But 
One thing I've really, really learned over the last week or so from Layla Delia in particular is slowing down. Another person that I have also been following, I will leave all of this linked below, so don't feel like you have to get a pen and like jot it down because I'm not going to say this right anyway. But another person I have been following is Hitomi Mochizuki. Mochizuki, I think her last name is. She's a YouTuber. She's also on Instagram. Um, She's at the moment in Hawaii and it's just like this whole concept of slow living and taking each day to like really feel into the things that you're doing, whether that be cooking, whether that be working, whether that be just outside sitting in the sun or reading or having sex or playing games or whatever, you know, my life is obviously not made up of much right now because I'm in lockdown, but (laughs) those are the main things I'm doing. Um, But, you know, just really, really slowing down into like each particular experience has allowed me to become more grateful. Why? Because I'm just noticing more to be grateful for. I think that we live life at such an incredibly fast pace, even if we don't feel like it, even if we feel like I'm stuck behind a desk in the nine to five, the day to days, every day drags on and my life is so boring. We're still living quite quickly and quite, you know, unintentionally and on autopilot that it's really hard to feel grateful. Then, you know, someone comes along and asks us, what's 10 things you're grateful for? And you're like, my family, my friends, my dog, the sun. But are you really feeling the gratitude behind that? Probably not, because I can tell you I wasn't. One thing I've also learned, and this is, you know, all thanks to a friend of mine from my mastermind, Morgan, she's amazing. But we had some really deep conversations this weekend in the group, and I had some one-on-one time to speak to her as well. One thing I've actually realized myself and I've never considered myself to be a spiritual teacher. So hopefully you're not looking for me for the deep spiritual advice. I'm only sharing my experience. But one thing I've realized this weekend is my spiritual learnings have been very surface level. They've been very focused on the like feel good kind of fluffy content that maybe there is in the, in, in the spiritual industry. And I think that that's fine if that's what you teach. I think there's space for everything. But I've never really learned how to go deep with things. So I've learned how to talk about what I'm grateful for, but how to feel into the gratitude, how to actually, you know, say, okay, I'm grateful for the sun. And what does that feel like? Like, how does that actually light me up? Like, why am I grateful for the sun? What is the experience that I'm having with the sun or with my family or with my dog? Like, what is the actual experience? What is, what about this? Am I grateful for it's, you know, it's like saying I'm grateful. Okay. That's great. It's great that you're grateful, but like, how does it actually feel? How does that change your experience? Or are you just saying it? Cause you know that you should be grateful for that thing, you know? Uh, It's very similar to how I look at some of the goals that we strive for in business. It's like a lot of people say, I want the 10K month. I want the six figure year. I want X, Y, Z, you know, insert sort of standard goal here. But it's like, why do you want that thing? And quite often when people break it down, like my my sister-in-law and I, Sam, did it recently with the million dollar mark. It's like the million dollar mark is like the next thing for us, which is amazing. And I know I'll get there. But it's like, why do you want that? Well, actually... I calculated, I mean, one of, my, one of my big goals other than hosting all of these events events around the world is having three properties. I want to buy a 
countryside property for my parents to retire in. I want to, I'm buying a house now, already building a house now. I'm buying a house, but I also want to have a place in Queensland that I can Airbnb out and then go to Queensland every time I want because you know that I just have a love affair with Queensland and Byron Bay and that kind of area north of where I am, the warmer states. And so, you know, calculating that, I don't need a million dollars or anywhere even close to that to have like my absolute dream life having those three properties is like my absolute dream life yeah being able to like fly business class to you know see George's family in the UK all of that stuff is amazing but like really like the big things that I want hosting events around the world and having these three properties it costs nowhere near as much as I want so anyway what I'm trying to say is like sometimes we just set these big goals because we think we should and sometimes we just say the things we're grateful for because we think we should but it's all about feeling into the experience. And so learning how to truly, truly, truly be grateful and be of the experience of gratitude has, when I spoke about in the beginning about feeling like, I honestly feel like a bit of a like weirdo saying this. I don't know why. Maybe I've got some stuff to do, some work to do in this area, but I almost feel a bit like, not woo, I don't know, just, I don't know what I'm feeling right now, but saying like the bird's, chirp louder the sun seems brighter the flowers seem more beautiful like that's honestly how I feel and I think yeah maybe it comes from just being a little more awake maybe that has to do with the energy it could be very practical but also I think it's just because my awareness has shifted because I'm finally feeling into the gratitude and slowing down also just slowing down has taken a lot of stress off I will say again I've never considered myself to be someone who's like highly strung or highly stressed But the underlying stress, that range hood experience that I was talking about before, the stress that I didn't really know was there until it got turned off, that has changed. I have changed my experience with that from slowing down as well. So slowing down with things like cooking, you know, rather than just cooking because I feel like I have to. Oh my God, I really didn't, didn't like cooking. And that was my story. I didn't like cooking. And I've shared that so many times. I've shared even me trying to like cooking on my stories, but I finally found peace with it or I feel like I finally found peace with it because I've just slowed down and I realized that it can be this beautiful ritual rather than being something that I just reluctantly do. And I feel like that's the same with so many parts of our lives and our businesses. Like the task in and of itself is neutral. We perceive it in a particular way, which creates the experience that we have with that task. Some people love to cook. It is like the epitome of their happiness. And then for me, it was like this chore that I absolutely hated and what kind of energy am I putting into the food what kind of energy am I ending my day with starting my day middle middleizing my day in the middle of the day you know I cook three times a day if I'm not ordering but for the most part I'm cooking three times a day I'm upsetting myself three times a day just because I've told myself I don't like cooking and I do it all fast and rushed and you know angrily when just shifting that perception through slowing down to like putting on some nice tunes, laying out the ingredients, just, you know, just having fun, making it an experience that I find fun has shifted that. So three times a day, I'm now happier than I was prior. Imagine if we did that to so many different areas of our life for the things that we kind of have to do, right? And I feel like that's the same in business. So many people have told themselves that they don't like creating content. I told myself that I don't like recording podcasts. You know how easy it is to record a podcast? Sit down and talk. I can talk. I'm a Gemini. So why did I tell myself that I don't like podcasts? 
who knows, you know, we tell ourselves, we create these stories that I don't like cooking. I don't like creating content. I can't show up on social media. I don't like recording stories. I don't like writing Instagram posts. I don't like writing emails. We tell ourselves all these stories and they just become, they become our experience. And so through slowing down and realizing that you can actually fully change your perspective. Some people love recording podcasts. Some people adore going on stories. Some people thrive writing emails. Why can't that be you? Why can't you change your perception? Now, of course, I'm not saying that you have to like every single aspect. I'm not going to, I'm not necessarily saying, oh my gosh, if you don't like doing your tax, then you are not living intentionally. But for the most part, like the big things that make up your experience, the big things like cooking or like doing the work you need to do to grow your business, those are the things that it is important to change your experience with through slowing down. So that has been huge for me. Slowing down is just, oh, and I feel like I'll record an entire podcast episode on this. It's still new. Like I know I'm recording a lot of this with this experience is really happening over the past week or so, but I will continue to update and share as I always do. Now, the next one is limiting screen time. So this is something I've actually been doing for a while now. And the reason being is like I mentioned earlier, or like you've probably seen me talking about in lots of different spaces, my city, so my state and my city, not so much my state, but like my, I live in Melbourne, which is the capital city of Victoria, a part of Australia, is still in lockdown. Uh, The only month since March that we haven't been in lockdown is for three or three or four weeks in June. For the rest of the time, we've been in pretty much full lockdown. Um, Whereas the rest of my state, sorry, the rest of the country is pretty much out of lockdown. Like gyms are open, cafes are open. People in Queensland are at pubs, no masks, drinking cocktails. And so for me, I was getting a little bit upset, you know, going on social media, realizing that so many other people are just kind of like living some sense of normality. And we are literally only allowed to leave the house for an hour a day and not go any further than 5Ks. And so I was already limiting my social media because of that. But then I realized that because I was limiting my social media, I had so much more room for creativity. Literally, if you've seen Step Brothers, like in my mind, moving the, going off social media was like moving the bunk beds. There is so much more room for activities. Literally, it is just been insane. And again, I've, I've said this before, like limiting your time on social media, but it's just one of those experiences where I dip in and out of, it's like best practice. I know what I should be doing. And absolutely. I've got benefits from this in the past, but I finally got it. You know what I mean? I think we understand things, but then to really get it to the point where it's like, I feel like I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying it's like, absolutely, but I feel like there's no going back from here. So Limiting social media time has just allowed me to have so much more room for creativity. Like I said in the beginning, I've just had so much, so many thoughts, so many thoughts coming to mind. I've got so many notes that I've taken over the last couple of days of things I want to talk about, things I want to research, things I want to record on this podcast, things I want to film, things I want to just create in the world. And I feel like that has come from not feeling like I'm in the rat race. I feel like I have creative freedom now. I can talk about what I want, do what I want. I can be who I want. And I always kind of felt like that, but even more so now because it's like, I'm not looking at what, you know, Jane or 
Sarah, I'm just pulling random names out of my head, by the way. I was thinking of Jane from Tarzan, and Sarah's actually my naturopath. But I'm not looking at, you know, random people on the internet being like, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, I should talk about that. You know, blah, 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 blah. I feel like sometimes even like subconsciously we do that. And so what I've actually done is I do go on social media. I go on social media to particularly look at my clients. I go on social media to connect with my audience. And I go on social media to intentionally consume someone's content. And what I mean by that is I have, and again, so four and five kind of linked together. Another thing that's been very inspiring for me and has helped me create so much more energy and the way that I'm feeling is expanders. So people, particular people that I find aspirational, that I want to learn from, and that something about their energy makes me want to be a better person. The term expanders actually comes from Lacey Phillips. So she's a manifestation coach. She talks a lot about really deep manifestation stuff, I will say. Um, And she talks about expanders. And I've spoken about it before, you know, people who expand your consciousness of possibility. For me, I know I'm an expander for a lot of people because I show them what's possible. You know, 10 years ago, I was just a party girl. And now I have this incredible, like successful, happy, joy-filled life. And that shows people it's possible for anyone. You know, I didn't start with anything special. I just did it. I just made it happen. And I know that that is an expansion for a lot of people. And so for me, the way that I've been using social media is to intentionally go online and not just scroll, not just mindlessly go through stories, but to type the person's name in and look at their stories or read their content or follow their YouTube channel or listen to their podcasts or, you know, the two people that I've mentioned, Hitomi Mochizuki, oh my God, I can't say her name, um, and Layla Delia, I've joined both their memberships. Uh, Hitomi has an app and Layla has a membership online and I've just been consuming their content. I'm still getting that fix of what feels like social media, but the experience is so much more intentional. So expanders, people who expand your consciousness, like, again, I know not groundbreaking advice, but most of us like will go on social media and maybe for every like five to 10 posts that make us feel negative because it's news or it's us comparing ourselves to other people, there's maybe one positive thing. So how can you audit your social media experience so that you are just literally blocking out that possibility for feeling bad coming out of a social media experience by being super intentional about it and usually what that's going to look like is either unfollowing every single person who makes you feel bad but I know that's not the case sometimes I compare myself to my friends I can't unfollow them but you know being super intentional like I'm not even going to the feed I'm just going straight to someone who I know is going to make me feel good And I'm going to someone who I know is going to, after that social media experience, I'm going to feel like becoming a better person because I want to and because it's possible, not because I'm now going to feel negative and push myself there. So those are just a few things. Uh, This podcast is getting really long. I feel like I have so much more to say on this. There's so much more I'm learning as well. I'm learning so much more about feminine power. I have bought so many incredible books. I... The way that all of this fits in for me to what I actually do, which is obviously teaching you how to be a leader, is in my mind the other day, I came up with this mission. I actually did a little live. It's on IGTV. You know, if you want to intentionally go and watch it, but I did a little live and it was talking about my mission and my mission is to represent. It's to represent the idea of becoming the absolute very best version of yourself so that you can 
positively lead and influence others. To me, that's what being a leader is. You can't be an activist, be a leader on social media, be a CEO of a company if you yourself aren't taking care of yourself. I mean, you could, but not for very long, right? That's not sustainable. And it's not happy either. So becoming the very best version of yourself, now that encompasses the health, the wellness, all of that, the spirituality, personal development, all the things that I'm passionate about. And of course, being a leader, starting the business, building the community, all of the stuff that I speak about as well. So equal parts, obviously my YouTube channel is more focused on personal development, but I do really want to speak more about the first element, which is the how to become the best version of yourself. For a long time for me, that just included spirituality and personal development. And now through my own kind of like awakening, I realized that there's so many more elements to that. And I'm so excited to share it with you because I feel like I'm starting to write a brand new chapter of my own journey. And I feel like this chapter is going to be so pivotal and I'm so excited to share the lessons with you. So I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast. You know what? I am going to just put it up right now after I finish editing it, chucking on the outro. So it'll be a random little Monday podcast for you. But of course, I still have lots of exciting interviews coming up. So check them out. They come out every Friday. And like I said, if you did want to join the waitlist for Simply Business, enrollment does open in October. Simply Business is a group coaching experience. It's intimate. It's like a sisterhood. It's a family. People make friends. One of my ex-clients, so from two rounds ago, Nina, she did a story the other day talking about how many people she's met or like the friends she made through that experience. And it's just so, so, so incredible like to see people who have lifelong friendships from these group coaching programs. If you feel like you have been unsupported for too long on your journey and you want not only a coach or a friend or a mentor or a sister or a mother or a brother, whatever you want to see me as, a cheerleader, like if you want to see me as whatever, I am here for you 100%. But it's so powerful to have those other people there supporting your journey as well. So I would totally love to have you in Simply Business. It's such an incredible experience. I'm so excited. Okay, I'm rambling now. I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and I will see you really soon. Have the most magical day and don't forget to take care of yourself. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.